there goes my weekend. <laughs> Woo! The Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Shout out to Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, word. Yo, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I would be remiss if I didn't start this podcast episode by saying happy International Women's Day. Oh, word. And with that being said, happy episode 38. <laughs> and happy anniversary of the great one, uh, Death Biggie. Oh, yeah. March 9th, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Baby, baby. Rest in peace to the notorious B.I.G. Yep. Indeed. But uh, episode yeah, thirty-eight, baby. Episode yeah, man, we're we're here, man. Yo, thirty-eight, son. We're making history. We're making strides. I feel like when are we gonna like forget what number we're on? Because uh, we're getting up there, bro. Honestly, like this, this it this keeps me in check, bro. Yeah, for real. like I reference whatever episode was last, and then I yeah exactly lead into it with word, that. Word, that way, word. I don't forget. That's my marker, bro. That's word. what it is. Word. Uh, once again, you know, we just want to give a shout out to uh, Jay and Johnny. They're probably somewhere in Colombia getting arrested oh, yeah. or. <laughs> in jail who knows yeah who knows um but uh yeah shout out to you guys for coming on the podcast last week and holding us down jay Word. with uh with the fucking food great news. um yeah man all right man yes man so uh what's been going on man this is the first time we've done a solo episode in a while yeah 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 it has yeah, been yeah we had naeem two weeks ago and we had johnny jay yeah yeah um we got a lot of catching up to do man where do where do i begin i don't even know man i feel like just, I know I always bring it up, man, but living in New York, shit is so fast-paced that <laughs> so much shit happens that at the end of it, when you don't take the time to, like, reflect and think about it, you forget completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a, a rather memorable uh, story, actually, mm-hmm. um, and I alluded to it uh, on our Instagram story, so if you're not following the Instagram page, you might want to start there because you're missing out on some additional content. Shout it out real quick, man. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, streaming underscore consciousness. It's a bit wordy. You're probably going to misspell in. You're never going to find us, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the effort that counts. Um, but uh, not yet. Just uh, getting to the story. I was leaving work and uh, I hop on the train mm-hmm. and it was a three train uh, going into Brooklyn and it was packed to the gills. Like this train was packed, bro. Packed to the point where like, you know, when you kind of like get sandwiched in the middle of the train, so you oh, don't have man. anything to hold on to. <laughs> Um, you just gotta hope that like the pressure of everyone keeps you standing. <laughs> yeah, straight up, man. Like you don't want to be swaying too much, but yeah. you know, uh, I was able, I was fortunate enough to like, like extend my arm to its fullest extension and like Stretch. slightly lean, and slightly <laughs> lean into it, like fucking Mister Fantastic. Yeah. And I was able to hold a pole. Uh, and there was a woman that had gotten onto the train with her daughter, and uh, you know. She was able to, like, ask somebody to, like, get up so her, her daughter could sit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it left her without uh, uh, something to hold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, she looks at me and she's like, yo, like, I, you know, I might, like, lean on you. And I was like, nah, like, that's totally fine. Like, it's okay. In my mind, I'm just like, yo, she's going to lean on me. It's no big deal. Nothing like that. And, uh, yo, that first stop that we made was rough, bro. It felt <laughs> like we were on, like, choppy waters. Like, that shit, that train never swayed so fucking much. <laughs> That's a amusement park ride Yo, sh- dead ass. That shit was fucking swaying. And then she looks at me and she's like, okay, I'm really sorry about this, but you don't mind if I hold onto your arm, do you? And I was like, nah, like go right ahead, please. Because the last thing I want is for you to fall, you know? 
And so uh, it was. It made for a rather awkward moment because uh, I, I like she's a stranger is just holding my arm. Her daughter is looking at me like, "Are you my dad?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Are you my dad now?" Yeah, and I, I, I'm just not saying a word. I'm just there, kind of like smiling about the whole situation because I'm like, "Yo." In the grand scheme of things, man, like I'm being a relatively nice New Yorker. Yeah, that's a hilarious story. <laughs> yeah, no, and that and that is what I uh, call my Keanu Reeves moment. And you know, if you guys aren't familiar with what I'm referring to, Keanu Reeves, uh, Neo from The Matrix. Uh, I don't know if he lives in New York or not, but like he is. He, he lives in Williamsburg, I think. Somewhere. Yeah, he's he's known to be like one of the fucking sweethearts in like in in the industry. Yeah. And uh, there's a video that went viral where he's sitting on a train. And this, uh, this woman comes onto the train and he looks at her and he offers her the seat and he stands like an honorable thing to do. When most of the time guys who are sitting down on the fucking train, they may pretend they're asleep when they know they're not. So I'm like, <laughs> like, just stop it. So I'm like, you know, and then, and then as I was leaving the, as, as I was leaving the train, cause I left before her, I was like, well, you're on your own now. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I made a joke out of it and she was like, well, I'll say this chivalry isn't dead. And I was ah, like, yeah, I appreciate that. Kenny, That's you're one thing. It's guy. so funny because last week I was mentioning that I always jump uh, the turnstile. <laughs> but I'll have you know that I, I have arguably one of the best train etiquettes, man. Mm. Like, if you ever see me very important in the train station, I'll either or like in a train, I'll be giving up my seat unless if I'm dead tired and I'm just like, I can't muster the energy to get off this fucking bench. Mm-hmm. Like, and I genuinely knock out. I'll knock out. Because uh, that's 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 what real New Yorkers do. You Yo. take your cat naps on the train, or like if I ever see a woman with a stroller or like an uh, like a elderly person like with with a cart, mm-hmm. you better believe I'm fucking helping them bring that shit up. Like it's, shit, it blows my mind when I see people blow past these people. Like I'm like, yo, so come on. Like at one point we're all gonna get to that level. Like, we're all gonna either know somebody who's like you know has a baby and they need help carrying something up, mm-hmm. or we're all gonna be elderly and we need help carrying things. Word. And it's just it's fucked up, man. Like people literally brush by them like they're not even there. And I like I don't care how late I am or if I'm in a rush or not. Like I'm like nah. Like I'm gonna help this person like out. And yeah. I feel like that's like my good Samaritan deed every time. Like that's some know. good shit, bro. Because if there's one thing I can't stand is terrible train etiquette, bro. Like there is some. If you take the L train, Oof. oh my lord. Mm. There are people who find it fun to squeeze into the fucking train. Like I've seen people do this shit. And like laugh, ha, 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 I'm gonna get in here. Like they're, like they're <laughs> laughing. Like they're like the like this is the, their their experience. They're they're like New York experience. So they feel like oh my god. I'm I gonna feel get like on it's usually train. tourists though, yeah. bro. For some it's, reason, no, it's either tourists or it's people who are not originally from this state. Yeah, you know, like it'll be some like hipsters or yuppies or whatever, and they'll like squeeze into the fuck. And the thing with the L train, especially in the morning. That shit comes every three minutes. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not the, it's, it's the most busy train. Like people are gonna get on that train. If you miss one train, you gotta wait three minutes. It's not that bad. Yeah. But people will squeeze into the fucking train, and they will it, like they don't care if you're literally on the door already. Like that's how packed the train. They'll will be, be riding ass. They'll, yo, <laughs> <laughs> they catching doves off you, son. Like <laughs> yeah. straight up, son. Like they'll just straight up catch. If, doves yo, on you, you might man. feel hands on your hips, and, yeah. it's, and it's okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when it happens, I just put reggae on my on my AirPods, bro. <laughs> might, like, as well. might as well. If, I, if, I, if we do it, this we gonna do this. Like <laughs> <laughs> we gonna do it right. <laughs> we gonna do it right. <laughs> we gotta throw some champagnes, motherfucker. Gotta, yeah, man. You gotta put your hat low and just <laughs> and just and, and you, you gotta ride the train. You gotta ride the waves. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah, for real though, believe. 
yo, terrible train etiquette, man. Like, there is, like, there should be a class. It's taught. a thing, bro. Yeah, like, when someone moves to New York, we should, like, be able to, like, teach them, like, the rules. Like, let's, yeah. let people off before you go on. You know how many yeah. people? I hate that, bro. Hate uh, that. You're hitting, you're hitting yo, on a nerve now. Yo, when people try to rush into the train, when people are still trying to get out, like, what are you doing? You're slowing down everything. You're literally slowing down the whole train system. Yeah, <laughs> like, Do you not understand that? The whole MTA gets slowed down when you do shit like that. And then you're going to complain about how the train is slow, you know? Yeah, <laughs> meanwhile, it's your fault. Yeah, like, or when you hold the door. I mean, I've been guilty of holding the door for, like, someone who's catching up, you know? like that's... that. But that, I feel like, it, it, it kind of gets a little bit more of a pass mm-hmm. because... That's not that bad. Yeah, because with all, with all due, like, respect or whatever, like... It, but there's I, a limit to that, too. Absolutely. I feel like if it's me and I'm, like, if I'm, like, within, like, a 10-second time frame of, like, the train pulling off mm-hmm. and somebody holding the door for me, I'm like, I right, like... I would have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, like, if you're holding the door for, like, a minute straight and the train's trying to leave... Yo, like, if you're holding the dick. door and you have to say, yo, like, to catch up for your friend to catch up, yeah. that's it. Just let it go, bro. Let it yeah, go. Yeah, just stop. <laughs> like, you're not going to be screaming out telling your friend to catch up. Like, there's going to be another train. Meanwhile, guys. your friend is still swiping in the yeah. fucking... He's, buying, he's still buying a Metro card. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there's going to be another train, guys. It's not the last train. Like, come on. Bro, I'll never forget, now that you mentioned that whole, like, people going in as you're trying to go out... Uh, yo, Lorimer is arguably one of the busiest fucking stops in mm-hmm. the morning on the L train, bro. Yeah, definitely. And for some for some dumb reasons, son, I don't I don't get it. Like I don't get people sometimes in the morning. Maybe they're half asleep. Maybe that's what it is. Like, and it's it's possible. Some yeah. people they need their coffee to wake up. Whatever. <laughs> yo, I I literally remember climbing through people, like nah. putting my <laughs> putting my hands on people's backs, bro, to get out the train. <laughs> Because people were literally, like, fucking squeezing me in as I'm trying to get out. And I'm just like, yo, guys, come on, son. Like, you can't be that, like, oblivious. Like, you you know how it works. It's not yeah. your first time taking the train at all. Yeah. And, like, yo, what's up with, like, people not having personal space anymore? Like, I feel like, like, okay, when it's a packed train, I understand. We have to be really close to each other. Whatever. That's something that we deal with as New Yorkers. But when it's not a packed train, I've been seeing this more and more recently. It happened to me yesterday, actually. Like I'm on, I'm at the, I'm leaning on the door. It's not a packed train. There's space everywhere, and some guy just comes and holds the bar like right next to the door. But like he's his back is turned to me too, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like this guy is super <laughs> close to me, like literally trying to catch doves or some shit. And I'm just, and so I, I'm like, I look around to see if anybody else sees this. Like, am I the only one seeing this shit? Yeah, like, what's yeah, going yeah. on here? So I'm like, I, I got my AirPods on. I take one off, and I'm just like, bruh. And he's like, hmm. Like, You're a little close to me. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. And he moves away. And I'm like, do you not know that? Like, is that cool? Like, is that a thing? I really don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, like, is it a thing to stand that close to someone? Like, yeah, maybe he thought you was invisible, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Were, were you wearing the cloak? <laughs> I, just, I feel, I literally feel like people don't, are like so in their own world that they don't even see their surroundings. They're not aware, like, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not, not aware of their surroundings, which is scary as fuck. But it's like, yo, like... That's just my one of my pet peeves, bro. Is is terrible train etiquette, man. Like, yeah, yo, yo. Actually, now that we're going off on that, so I was in a Whole Foods. I want to say maybe like two days ago. Uh, whenever the nor'easter was supposed mm-hmm. to happen, that mm-hmm. little fucking fluke of a snowstorm. Uh, it wasn't that much of a fluke. It, it was snowed. a fluke, bro. I mean, I was expecting not to go into work. Nah, and I went why. into work and yeah. I did a full. It didn't shift, snow in the morning. That's and why. it sucked. It fucked. It fucked with everybody. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So I go to Whole Foods after work and. Yo, like, like I don't know if you've ever like w- experienced like 
the tail end of some shit that's about to go down. So you kind of miss the context. Like you miss, you miss like what led up to that point. And so long story short, this is what happened to me. I'm waiting online at Whole Foods. And for anybody who's been to Whole Foods or if you haven't, it could be pretty fucking confusing and overwhelming. You've got to make like five different lines. And yeah. It has Whole a numbering system. It's weird. Yeah. And so I'm standing behind these two women. And uh, the woman ahead of me, she has a uh, like a food cart with her. And she's reading a magazine. And there's a woman ahead of her. And, like, if, if I'm kind of, like, piecing the story together as best as I can, because I wasn't really paying attention, I think the woman that had the shopping cart was doing some passive-aggressive physical shit where she was pushing the girl in front of her nah. with her cart. Nah. <laughs> and, yo, like, all, all, like the, this is the moment where, like, I was like, oh, shit. The girl that was getting pushed turned the fuck around. And she was like, what the fuck is your problem? If you don't fucking stop pushing me, oh, it's going to be a problem. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, like, I, like I verbalized that. <laughs> I verbalized that. Yeah. And like my face is like, oh shit, it's about to go down. And I was just like, yo, what is happening? Yo, the girl with the cart literally was wearing a hat. She put her head down and she did not mutter one fucking Damn, word, bro. She got shut down. Yo, she did not say one word. Oh, shit. And literally like after that happened, that the same lady that was pushing her, she let the lady, like, go or whatever, and it created such a fucking gap, bro, like, because she didn't want to get close to her again, that, like, another dude swooped in, and I was about to go off on her, too. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, are you going to let some bozo fucking cut ahead of all of us? Like, come on, son. You make no fucking sense. So that happens, and then, uh, whatever, like, that situation, it's over and done with, and now, like, I'm looking for my number. The number 11 is called. I go to the cashier number 11. And some other dude is standing there waiting for another person to finish his his transaction. And I'm like, from what I know of Whole Foods, that's not the way it works. Like, yeah. you don't line up in a register. Yeah. And so because I don't know where this guy is standing necessarily. I don't know if he's waiting for register 11 or 10. I just go up on my business. I go right around him. And I'm just like, but I don't know what he's waiting for. But I'm not going to assume. I'm just going to fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is what kind of pissed me off. And, like, he's lucky that I didn't react in a different way because it would not have been good. Like, I'm ahead of him, and he literally touches me. He's like, hey. And I, and I look back at him, and I'm like, what's up? He was like, I'm waiting here as well. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, I look at the cashier, and the cashier is like, yeah, if you don't mind, like, you, can you just wait until his transaction is done, and then I'll get to you? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I completely, like, kind of, like, took myself out of the situation. And I'm like, yo, Kendra, don't, don't lash out. Don't flip yeah. out. But, like, if there's one thing that I don't fuck with, is like somebody getting physical with you that you don't know. Like if you're a stranger, don't touch me. And I think like anybody would find reasons to be, you yeah. know, pretty upset about that. Like if I don't know you, use your words. Like right. you could you could have easily been like, hey, like excuse me, like you know, I'm standing here. Like don't touch me, bro. Like I just felt like it was just so like disrespectful and just like yo, you don't fucking know me. I don't know you. Like don't touch me, bro. Like that's not the way you get somebody's attention. You know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, like, it's, it's just been one of those weeks, bro. What is this, like, Ratchet Whole Foods you going to, bro? Bro. <laughs> People just fighting and touching you. Yeah, man. Just, oh, man. It's wild. It's wild in these streets, Joel. It's wild in these Whole Foods streets. <laughs> <laughs> and these Whole Food aisles, bro. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So that's funny. Yeah, well, man. But, yeah, man. Uh, a lot of shit has happened, man, since the last time we had a solo episode, bro. Yeah, man. We haven't uh, been able to touch on a couple things, and uh, one of the things is uh, Black Panther, bro. Yo, I know. I feel like a lot of people have been waiting on our take on uh, Black Panther, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, uh, it, like it's been what, like three weeks now since it's been out. Yeah, it came out uh, February sixteenth. Okay, yeah. So it's been around three weeks, and uh, 
I'll, I'll go first, man. Yeah, uh, please do. I didn't see it until like a week after it came out, and I, yo, honestly, like it really held up to all the praise, bro. Like mm-hmm. I, as soon as like I went to see it, me and Alex went to see it. Man, like it's just it's such a it's a Marvel movie, but it's a Marvel movie that could stand alone. Like you know, it's not like a it's not cheesy like uh like iron man or captain america sometimes they have these cheesy jokes oh my man joe is about to rub the feathers i mean like yo watch if you watch the original iron man which is uh, what a lot of people say is their favorite marvel movie like go back and watch it and it's just like it's so cheesy at times bro like i get it it's a superhero movie and like i grew up reading comic books i still read comic books so i get the cheesiness like comic books it's a part of it yeah, yeah it's a part of it like comic books are super cheesy like the jokes are always corny and stuff like that but what I like about Black Panther is that instead of doing the cheesy jokes, they did have the jokes in there, but they were actually pretty funny. Like the 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 sister, yeah, she was really funny in it. Um, and and I do feel like the jokes they were fresh and relevant. Yeah, it wasn't like the same old like like cheesy yo, like. One of the things, one of the, like my gripes with the Avengers like franchise is that there will be times where it's just them making jokes with each other. Like yeah. they'll literally be sitting around. None of them are in costume. And they're just making jokes. And I'm just like, it's not what I want to watch. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch. Like, it's cool for them to have comedy parts of it. But it shouldn't be a comedy film. Bro. They're a team of Avengers, you know? You want to see them uh, kicking ass. It was was Civil War, bro. They literally had a scene. And it sticks in my mind. That I feel they could have completely cut out. And it was a scene where they're all trying to pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah. During the party. Yeah. They spent way too much time (laughs) on it. Bro, that scene was like 10 minutes. Exactly. Like, things like that. And that's why I feel like Black Panther, to me... Is the best Marvel movie, and it might be a hot take or whatever, but it's just like, yo. But before you go any further, also, because I'm pretty sure some spoilers are gonna be had. I mean, it, it's been three weeks. You should, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, should have watched it by now. Just, just in case. Yeah, but you know, if you haven't watched alert. it, spoiler alert. Skip a skip a couple minutes or whatever if you if you don't want to listen to this part. But just like basically, like to me, that's my that's my favorite Marvel movie, and I think it's the best Marvel movie just because the jokes were relevant. The storyline was very relevant with our times now. Yeah. Just like the whole like uh, being like a black superhero and actually being a, a character that young people of color could actually look up to. Like, I, I can't wait for Halloween, bro. Everybody, oh, every little kid is going to be dressed as Black Panther and it's going to be so fucking dope. Like things like that. That's what really makes it important and stuff. But if you take all of that away, take all the political stuff away. Take all that away. I still think that movie stands like standalone. That movie is amazing, bro. Yeah. Like just everything. The storyline is dope. The conflict between Black Panther and Killmonger, like the way it was basically like a Martin Luther King, Malcolm X type story, mm-hmm. which is fucking dope. And if you think about Marvel, like X Men was based off of that too. Like Professor X and Magneto. Like they always try to throw these little political things in. And I think yeah. this is the first movie that really accomplished it. Mm-hmm. It's like because you everyone came out of that movie feeling like they could relate to Killmonger and feeling like they could relate to T'Challa. So it's like you really had the best of both worlds. And I don't know. To me, like it's just like the visuals were great. Like the only thing, my only like. Not even a complaint, but like I could say that they could do better, maybe with the next Black Panther or whatever, mm-hmm. is that there wasn't much focus on Black Panther himself. Yeah. But to me, I think that did make the movie even even better because they built a cast around him. Like the sister was dope. Uh, the leader of the ape tribe was dope. Uh, Killmonger was dope. Freaking uh, all the the female warriors were dope. Yeah. Like every every character, they made you care about them, which is fucking dope. 
Because now in the next series or whatever, the next movie, if one of these characters die, we're going to be like hurt. You yeah, know, it's feel like, it, yeah, holy absolutely. shit. And I feel like with all these other movies, yo, if in Iron Man, if Pepper Potts dies, you're going to care? Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> character? Nah. You're not going to go fuck. She, and I, I feel like Iron Man is the type of character that even though in like the third Iron Man, they get like married or whatever, I think I forgot what happens, but like... I feel like even his character shows like he's like a ladies man and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like he doesn't he doesn't have that personal side to him. Mm-hmm. And like this, like it really showed like everything. It showed how he was so close to his father. Meanwhile, his father was still like keeping things from him. Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff. Like it was a really like just a dope story. And then they made it superheroes. Like that's what I felt. Like yeah. it started with a dope story, and then they they made it a superhero world around it. And I think that's what made it such a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. I also like the fact that like what you were alluding to is like. The women in the movie, they were not depicted as weak. Nah, they were all no. they strong. Were strong. They were all fuck. kicking ass. They were all holding their fucking own. Yeah. And and they, they all were essentially backbones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, with, without without those three warriors or rather his sister and um and the two other girls, like you can argue T'Challa was kinda like weak. Yeah. You know? Very true. And, and they kinda it, gave him a strength. Yeah, it shows that in the scene where they're chasing uh the what's the, the name of the, the first villain in it? The, the South African guy? The club? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, club. but in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so when they're chasing him and it's literally them two driving in the yeah. in the car and the sister's helping him drive yeah, in yeah, the yeah, car. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, yo, without them, he's nothing. Like he's, honestly, Black Panther is the weakest person in that movie, yeah. which is fucking crazy because the only reason he's actually able to take all the damage is because of the sister's suit that she made for him. Yeah, yeah. So if you think about it, Black Panther's power is taking damage. Because yeah. he he takes the damage and he brings it, he throws it back at you. Mm-hmm. So like he he's not a strong character at all, which makes it so much more like it makes the movie even better. Because then when this strong villain comes, Killmonger, when he comes and he he well spoiler alert because this is really spoiler alert, yeah. when he throws him off the cliff and everything and he becomes the new Black Panther, he is showing like this is a strong king. Your yeah, yeah, king yeah. before was weak. He didn't know how to make decisions. He didn't know what to do and like. It, it, it's, a, it's a huge conflict and it actually makes sense because you're like hmm like T'Challa was a great king but he was too uh, relying on others yeah Killmonger was like from day one I'm gonna we're gonna go we're gonna send these uh, vibranium weapons to everyone in other nations and we're gonna take back the world like he was really like he had a, a mission statement from yeah, the get yeah. so like, it, 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 like he, was a, he was more of a leader yeah so it gives you this great conflict as an audience member like you're watching and you're like he kind of has a point. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like these, they stole all these things from us. They did all this thing. Why aren't we fighting back? Why are you just hiding mm-hmm. in plain sight when you could have been helping all these people, all these people that look like you that have been oppressed for so long? And it, it, it really brings up like a good point. And I think that's another reason why the movie's so good because you come out of it thinking and actually having a conversation. Like right after the, the movie, me and Alex were talking about it like, yeah, man, Killmonger had a point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I loved from the moment he's in the movie. Like, yo, I like for real, Michael B. Jordan. Yo, that's my man. Shout crush. out to him. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that's my man crush, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I don't even care, son. Like, yo, from the moment he's in the movie, like the first scene when he's in the museum and he just has his back turned, he just looks so swagged out. Yeah, he's yeah, just like yeah. chilling. And then like the line he tells the 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 museum lady, like, oh, um, when he's like, oh, how much is this or whatever? Like, he wants to get it or whatever. He wants yeah. to buy the the vibranium, and he's like. 
he's like, oh, I'm not gonna buy this. How do you think your your people took it? Like, Oof. yeah, like just like saying shit like that. Like it was just Those like old, singers, yeah. yeah. And then like just the way he the way he killed her too. He was like, oh, you got all these people watching, but you're not watching what you're putting in your body. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she fucking just collapses. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like he's such a dope villain. Like he is. He's like in wrestling, they have this thing: you're a heel or a face. Yeah. But then there's people who are in between. They call them tweeners. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he was kind of a tweener his whole career because he was a. If you think about it, he's an asshole. Yeah. He's kind of like beating up his boss, all this shit. But you cheer for him because he's cool. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what Michael B. Jordan. He wasn't a villain. He wasn't a heel. He was. He, a tweener. he was. He was an anti-hero. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, bro. And I think that's why, like, he made that movie. Yeah, like, no, he, he, he definitely he did. Sh- he legit made that movie, bro. And then his backstory, everything with his, he, he was um, uh, T'Challa's father's brother's son. <laughs> yeah, his nephew. <laughs> yeah, he was his nephew. There you go. And like all that, like the backstory was dope. Just like the way his father had taught him about Wakanda, like you know all that. Like it, everything was just fucking great. Like they really killed that movie. Like yeah, now they did a great it, job. Like yeah. I feel like it was the first time that Marvel kind of made a full fledged like thorough layered story you know what i mean and and it all made sense exactly um yeah because before i think before uh black panther like i really like deadpool because of how self-reflexive it was like it was a movie that was poking fun of other Mm -hmm. movies Mm -hmm. in a fresh way you know what i mean like it hadn't been done before yeah um do you think that black panther has the potential to be nominated not win not win but nominated for Best film of the year. I mean, the Oscars just passed, and I know I was. Uh, uh, this question was brought up in our group chat, and uh, there were some mixed kind of like responses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I did watch the Oscars uh, last week or whatever, and I did mention in the group chat like it's the first movie that just came out that was already featured heavily in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Like it was in montages, like the whole cast was being celebrated. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And, wa- and I didn't watch the Oscars, but it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We'll, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. But the last thing that I was gonna say was, uh, as I was watching the Oscars and as I was watching clips of Black Panther being shown within the Oscars, it made me realize how important that film is and how it's going to be and like how much of of a historic film it's like it's really broken a lot of ground not only for superhero films because the last film that that was on that kind of magnitude, if you will was probably like The Dark Knight yeah. because it dealt with things that were beyond mm-hmm. a superhero film. Like, it was psychological, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, now this one is more social. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, what do you think? Like, do you think a film of I think Black Panther statue... Can't, it, they can't ignore it. Like, yeah. that shit made almost a billion dollars. Like, like it, it, you can't ignore that film. I mean, I don't know how the Oscars work. So, like, it would be nominated for next year, right? Yeah. So, Oscars are usually, what, in February or something? March. March. Okay, so yeah, I mean, uh, the only way I would see it not being nominated is like if people forget about it. But I don't think this movie's gonna. It's, it's not nah. forgettable. Like it's. I f- I feel like it's probably gonna have the same effect that like Star Wars movies have, mm-hmm. where like Star Wars movies. But like, do Star Wars movies usually get nominated? I don't think they do, right? Sometimes they do actually. Like yeah. I know that they get nominated for like um, for visuals, score, and, and visuals and shit like that. But the if you score, think about that's another thing. The score of fucking Black Panther. Oh, it's amazing. not even the Kendrick Lamar did, did, soundtrack. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, did, you, yeah. did you go back and listen yeah, to the soundtrack? Yeah, I listened to amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. But the Kendrick Lamar soundtrack is great on his own too. Yes. But the actual soundtrack of to the, the film. film, the score soundtrack, yeah, it's 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 very it, it's perfect. It's perfect nuts. like gym music actually. Yeah. Like it's just like it's drums, rhythmic. Is yeah, driving. Yeah, it's beating. It's it just gets very, in you. Yeah. 
And like that, and plus the actual Kendrick Lamar soundtrack is great on his own too. So like I feel like like something like that that inspires like someone like Kendrick Lamar to go and make a whole fucking soundtrack for it. It's kind of like how Jay Z got inspired and did American Gangster. Yeah. Like and like I feel like these big movies that when people when it inspires the culture to the rest of the culture to like fucking actually go out and watch a movie like i think that's important enough to be nominated yeah and then when you actually take the film by itself like i said before take away all the political stuff all that and just watch the film on its own it's a great movie yeah it's a great movie and the only stigma i guess it would have is that it's a superhero movie because I, I feel like at the end of the day superhero movies probably aren't looked at as great films which yeah unless which, it's yeah. dark knight you know or yeah something like that. which at this point i feel like black panther has the it definitely has the uh the chance or the opportunity to do that i mm-hmm. think it's gonna flip like the notion on its head the only thing is that like where do superhero movies go from here because if you think about it black panther really set the bar at this point yeah like it's like I, i'm curious to know like what's gonna be the next film that will be on that kind of level yeah. which well, i'm not sure if there will be but infinity war comes out in april so we'll see how that yeah we'll see how that holds up yeah so uh yeah that's coming out and then i mean to be honest man i I really don't see anything being better than that i mean like it's just because like though it was so cool to see like so many people of color on the screen yeah it was it was really refreshing like we were talking before before we started recording it was so many different shades Mm -hmm. like it wasn't just like like just one like it wasn't just like t'challa and he's the Black Panther, and that's it. No one else. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole beautiful made-up world. Yeah, it's a made-up world in Africa, you know? So it's like they have, like, this beautiful, like, environment that they created themselves. And then they have all these people, and they everyone, like, felt like they had a purpose, which mm-hmm. is super cool, too. Like, it wasn't just background characters. Yeah. It was like when you see people in the background, they were showing them doing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, the guy from Get Out, he had the whole, his army. Mm-hmm. He had his tribe with the dope-ass... Um, invisible uh, things, the shields, shields yeah. the yeah th- those were dope and then they had the, the rhinos and stuff like they, they they put so much into this movie like yeah and like i feel like like now that i'm thinking about it i'm i'm like holy shit i forgot about that like there was just so many dope like things that they just threw in there and even even the the one white guy in the movie <laughs> yeah. uh ross i think it's yeah. ross whatever his name is uh he was actually pretty good too like he he was funny he he did it like he did a great part a great movie and uh, he's a great part in the movie and um just like I, I really think that like that's the best part like I think if anything like they built the characters around T'Challa so well like the mm-hmm. character development of that movie is perfect yeah like that and it, for it to be like this is the first time we're seeing Black Panther like on his own for them to do all of that in one movie like it was fucking dope like it, it was not like like uh like i feel like it did everything that iron man did in three movies mm-hmm. in one like yeah. it built all these characters it built all these characters around them it made them all important and at the end of the day you you were you left the movie theater thinking like damn am i on killmonger side or am i am yeah it looked kind of split you yeah, know, like, yeah which is a i feel like that's that's all i ever want from a movie when i get out of a movie i want there to be conversation you want to yeah you want a movie yeah. to challenge you yeah i don't want to get out of a movie and be like that was cool like, yeah. you know, and I feel like that's what all these other superhero movies do. You get out, you're like, wow, that was dope. Explosions. And uh, you saw how he killed the guy at the end, like things like that. But yeah. this one is just like you got out, you got out of there and you were like, yo, man, that's like a dope like movie. Like you could actually talk about it and you could actually choose sides and all that stuff. I've seen so many like people online saying like, yo, Killmonger was right. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. T'Challa was right. Like it started a debate, which is dope. Yeah. Really dope. Like I think 
I think if it doesn't get nominated next year, then I feel like they just snubbed it. Like for real, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we absolutely. can say that now. Like, I'm not saying it has to win. I'm not gonna say that or anything. But, but at least, at least give it, give yeah, it its give recognition. It, give us the recognition. Yeah, for give, real. give it what it deserves. I will say this because I know, uh, I guess two three years ago when like the whole. Uh, when the whole Oscar so white thing started, like to, I feel like that was last year. <laughs> nah, it was uh, it was two years ago. Only because Moonlight won last year, so mm-hmm. that was their way of kind of like no Moonlight got screwed. No, no, no. They announced La La Land as the movie that won, oh, but it was real. actually Moonlight. Even when we win, we gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay Z shit. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. So and that in 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 many ways, people were like, "Wow, well, of course that would happen." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, this year, watching the Oscars, like I was like. I was actually pretty proud and like just pretty amazed at like how far it's mm-hmm. it's 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 going and how far, how progressive it's becoming because um one of the most popular celebrated animated films this year was actually Coco which yeah. if you haven't seen go watch it like I still haven't seen it. It's it was amazing. Like I I saw it a few days ago and um I think it's a really important film that celebrates Mexican culture and you know just somebody from like you know, just uh, just as as a Latino, you kind of just feel like proud, like yo, Disney made a fucking movie celebrating like Latino yeah. culture, and that's something that's not my, really seen. My only gripe with Coco is that there's a movie that they basically ripped completely off. Yeah, by, I think it was DreamWorks, whichever one that doesn't work with Disney. Yeah, so I think it is DreamWorks. Yeah. yeah, DreamWorks made a movie literally with the same exact concept about the Day of the Dead, and it's a little kid that plays guitar and everything. What, what, what movie is that? <laughs> it's called The Day of the Dead, I think, or something like that. And is the only reason I know this is because when I used to work in the after school program, it was yeah, like yeah. it was like one of those like cheap movies. <laughs> so we had it, of course, and they would always play that movie. And, and when Coco came out, I was like, "Didn't this movie come out already?" <laughs> and then like Alex, my girlfriend Alex, she she mentioned it too because we used to work in the same after school program, and she was like, "Yeah, this movie looks just like that other movie we used to watch." And I was like, hmm, did Disney just steal this shit completely and just Damn. make it better? But I haven't seen Coco. So I mean, I don't know as, how similar it is. But... As they say, good artists copy and a great artist steal, but. I feel like as I'm watching a movie, I'm kind of like, it was a movie that had like a lot of like, I guess, sentimental value behind it. Like it it, it was a movie with a meaning, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't just a movie that was just like depicting like caricatures of like Mexican culture. Like it actually went in and it delved into it. And like, it was just like, wow, like it made me think. I'm like, yo, that's so crazy. Like I, I don't think I've ever would have imagined that Disney would have done a movie like that, but at this point, I'm kind of like, oh, that's pretty amazing. Like, I'm glad that Disney is aware of that and they're they're oh, progressing yeah. Disney, as well. Di- recently, Disney has been making some really good like animated movies, like diverse movies too. Like Moana was really good too. Oh I don't yeah, know if you ever seen it? You seen mm-hmm. it? I haven't yeah. seen Moana. I need Moana, to see it. Moana's good, bro. The visuals in Moana are amazing, bro. There's a scene at the end. I'm not gonna spoil it because you haven't seen it, but there's a scene at the end that I was just like, wow, this is the best animated shit I've ever seen. Like yeah. it's super amazing. The colors, everything is beautiful because it's like Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. So you know how like it's like the ocean and like it has all the like the folklore of like the uh, Polynesian kind of yeah, yeah. like volcanoes and all that stuff. So like, that's awesome. It, it's just like a scene at the end that's really fucking dope. But um, yeah, like there's a lot of great Disney movies like that. They're they're finally being more diverse. It's not mm-hmm. just white princesses and, yeah. and, and and white princes anymore, you know. Yeah. And like uh, I know they're they're doing um Lion King in person now. Oh, live action. Yeah, and it's like an all black cast and stuff. So yeah. like they, I could see, and then even Black Panther is technically Disney because it's yeah. Marvel. 
So like they, I could see, they they definitely know where they like where the culture is going. So they're they're, they're keeping up with yeah, it. Yeah, of course, which yeah. is great. They also I know uh, it's rumored. Uh, I think it's it's not even rumored. I think it's like it's it's gonna happen. Uh, they're making a live action uh, Mulan movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mulan are. is a yo. If you have not seen Mulan, that's a really good Disney movie, man. Like yo, what's your favorite Disney movie, bro? Have you ever talked about this? I don't think we have. <laughs> Maybe we have. Um, and I'm saying just Disney because you can't be like Marvel or something. Nah, just, just yeah, 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 Disney. Um. I mean, I would have to go cliche and say The Lion King, but it's only because it's the first movie that I vividly remember as a kid made me cry. Because, like, as soon as Mufasa dies, spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but as soon as Mufasa dies, like, and uh, and Simba's just like, Dad, Dad, yeah, get up. Like, I was like, nah, wait a minute. Like, bro. Yeah, it was the first movie that I think taught me about death. Yeah. And I was like oh shit like i felt for simba like i was like yo like his dad is not waking back up and he feels like he's guilty he's responsible for that it's actually really funny that you bring lion king up because there was a lot of comparisons being made between lion king and black panther because yeah like it really is it's kind of i feel like that's probably where they got the the base of their story Mm because if you think about his father passes he uh he becomes the next king yeah he's kind of trying to, he's fi- he's trying to find himself yeah. as a king and all the land is his yeah. just like in lion king and lead like, his people yeah. and all that that's yeah. actually that's that's a pretty spot on comparison yeah. actually a, a lot of people were saying like after you watch black panther go back and watch lion king just wow. so you could actually like see where they got there like shit from yeah, yeah, yeah. but um yeah i would say lion king is probably up there with, for me yeah, I think Lion King's probably my favorite too, and Aladdin, the first Aladdin, definitely. I gotta go and rewatch Aladdin. I loved Aladdin. Bro. What's so funny, me, uh, me and Jasari, we went kind of like in a rabbit hole, and like after we watched Coco, like because the music in Coco, by the way, is really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really solid, and uh, so we just we went on YouTube and we were just watching like a whole bunch of like, uh, Disney songs like from popular movies, and um, and uh, a whole bunch of different like uh, video clips came up from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gave me chills because I'm like, it's so crazy how talented and how Robin Williams made that fucking movie Word. by himself. Word. Without Robin Williams, there is no Aladdin. That's like, so that true. movie is not what it so is true. at yeah. all. And he was singing, like, he was changing his voices. Like, so it was true, just, it, it just, I was like, damn. It yeah. really made me, it's, it made me sad for a moment because I'm like, yo, it's so crazy. Like, if you were raised in the 80s or 90s, like, Robin Williams was your go-to funny man. Word. Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, like, you grew up with them. So, like, it, like yeah, that was just kind of wild to me. I was like, wow. Word, son. I, I, I definitely got to go back and rewatch Aladdin because I, yeah. I don't really remember it. But it also made me feel pretty good about the fact that Disney, even back then, was trying to include different cultures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although the story of Aladdin is a little problematic because yeah. you got Jafar preying on, like, a young girl, Jasmine, yeah. and blah, 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 whatever. Um, same thing with like one of my other favorite movies, which is Pinocchio. Um, but Pinocchio also has a pretty problematic kind of undertone to it where like these little kids get taken to like this land and there's like adults and there's, they're making them smoke and do a whole bunch of weird stuff. And like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Word, Disney's always been a little problematic. No, nah, yeah. I was going to say that. It's, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. She's yeah. tripping on shrooms and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seeing a whole bunch of shit. And yeah, yeah. She literally takes mushrooms in that. In yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's it's, it, you know, it's, it's definitely thought provoking movies and it's animated. So you don't really expect it to be, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but if I had to rank them, it would definitely be Lion King and Beauty and the Beast is definitely one of my favorite fucking movies, yo. Like, Did you I, ever see the live action? I saw the live action one. I didn't see it. I, I, honestly, I thought, I thought it was going to be worse 
than what it ended up being. Like I, I, I watched it and I was like, okay, like that, that actually exceeded my expectation because I was just like, yo, like I grew up, like I'm, I'm a hardcore like traditionalist. So I'm like, yo, I grew up with the animated shit. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the number one to me. Nothing mm-hmm. is ever gonna like. I think top that's what that. kind of threw me off with it. I'm like, man, I don't want to watch people actually play this. Being completely like unbiased, watch it. Like you already know the story behind mm-hmm. it, but like. What I will say, they definitely gave a little bit more context to uh, Bell's uh, story. Okay. Um, and, and I kind of appreciated that a little bit because I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, this kind of makes me think a little bit more than mm-hmm. than just literally rehashing the same exact movie, but just with, like, live actors. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that that's definitely watch it because I thought it was pretty interesting. I was like, okay, this is an interesting take on the movie, like, on a classic. I'll put it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there was um, there was another live action that they did. I I, I do want to go back and watch all the live action ones. Oh, they did Jungle Book, and I heard Jungle Book was really good. Eh. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. No, I, I heard it was. Actually, good. I shouldn't judge it yet because yeah. I, I heard it was good, but I, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, but yeah, man, went on a little Disney rant there. No, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was bound to happen. But but no, and and I will say I think, uh, Mulan is is definitely in my in my wheelhouse, oh, like top Mulan, five yeah, because Mulan is great. Yeah, like if you watch it, like it's a movie that is literally empowering women. Like it's a, it's Mulan is a, the the main character and, and um, Eddie Murphy's the dragon. right? Yeah, yeah, he's a dragon. Yeah, he kind of makes that movie too. Yeah, he does. He's a psychic. Yeah. yeah. Word. And uh, yeah, no, I mean the movie, the movie Mulan is basically just about this girl who wants to be part of the army to like you know fight for her father. Very empowering. Yeah, and it's super empowering. I Word. mean, you have a girl that's kicking ass in an army alongside other guys and a movie like that hadn't been seen before not even like especially not like on an animated scale yeah um so and the soundtrack was amazing also mm-hmm. you know um so yeah word, word. what else lion king Mulan, aladdin i used to fuck with um all the the goofy movies Yo, <laughs> yeah, Goofy will always have a special yeah, place in the, the, my heart. Yeah, the Goofy movie with the the that's the the first one, Goofy movie, the one with his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's it, such a good movie. When bro. they go on a trip, yo, it's such a good movie. Yeah. Like, it is a good movie. Actually, go, you go back and watch that. Watch it with your sorry if she's never seen it. Yo, that's a really good movie. I f- yeah, if you haven't seen a Goofy movie, like there's something wrong with you. You don't have a childhood. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, definitely. Got a fr- no, yeah. damn. No. But Toy Story actually. Now that <laughs> yeah. I mentioned that, Toy Story is not Disney though, is it? Is yeah, absolutely, Pixar? bro. Nah, it's Disney. Disney is Pixar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah. Goofy movie, I definitely had a crush on... What's, what's her name? Her Roxanne. Name? Roxanne, yeah. Sick she's fuck. Cute, bro. She's cute. She's sick fuck. She's this guy's sick. She's cute. Can't look at you the same. <laughs> when I was little, she had a crush oh, on her. Come on. <laughs> she's like a dog or something. <laughs> what what oh, kind of animal are they? Yeah, I think they're dogs. I ain't gonna lie, man. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Yeah, bro, you talking about me? <laughs> but I mean, the way she's drawn, like, come on, you can't. It is what it is. You know. What's that um, the Asher Ross song when he talked about all the cartoon, uh, cartoon chicks? Cartoon, yeah. Yeah, he just <laughs> fucking weirdo. Asher Ross, you my dog though, for real, man. Like, I genuinely oh, fuck with man. you. That's funny, son. Yo, shout out to Asher Ross. He's actually doing um, Ash Wednesdays every. Oday oh, yeah, I heard about that. I haven't been styles. keeping up, man. Yeah. You know I what's so crazy? Today is Friday and it's Lent and we ate chicken. Do you really? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Do you really care? <laughs> but for anybody that's keeping it up, man, like, go you. Yeah, um, I know Beyonce was doing, like, 40 days of veganism or something like that, and, like, a lot of, like, celebrities are doing it, too. Yeah. Yo, shout out to you guys. That's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Shout out to Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Beyonce, bro, did you hear the uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, DJ Khaled? DJ Khaled? Future. I heard a snippet of it, bro. Meh. 
Yeah? That's Meh. how you feel about it? Meh. Yeah? I'm over future, bro. Are you? Yeah, I'm super over I future. feel like he oversaturated He oversaturated, and then his voice and his, like, sound became, like, a, a thing in It's hip-hop. a formula, yeah. Yeah, so, like, other people started doing it. So then now it just sounds like everyone's future. Like, yeah. Designer came out, and then, like, the Migos sometimes kind of, like, sound like future. And, like, so it's just, like, I don't want to hear you scream the same thing over and over again. But the thing is, too, like, what is future really saying? Because I feel like after a certain point, it starts getting repetitive. Bro, that whole song is repetitive. You said you only heard a snippet, but it's literally, I took the top off the Maybach. I took the top off the Maybach. Oh, God. I took the top off the That's the hook. Like, you can't make that a hook. That's not fair. How the, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> it's not fair to be, have a hook that's literally you repeating the same thing over and over again. But like, isn't that what hip-hop is now? Like, that's uh, that's what they do. They just repeat the same and thing And no now. disrespect to Hove and Beyonce. I think they both did really good on the song. Like, their verses were good. Yeah. But it's just like, that song as a whole is not what they... And they, they were hyping it. That's what it was, too. Like, DJ Khaled was like, yo, wait till this single drops on Friday. And, like, they were Friday. all... I even the future was like, yo, this shit's gonna kill the air, it's gonna kill the internet, all this stuff. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure it is. That's the that's the thing. Nah, I don't think so, man. It, to me, at least personally, it's just like, come on, man. I was expecting more. Yeah. Like you hear Jay Z and Beyonce gonna be on a song together. You think they're gonna bring their best and stuff? But that's you, the thing, Joel. You, I feel like you, you expect too much, bro. Is that your expectations are a little too high, bro? You gotta you gotta bring it down a notch, man. Thank you, man. All right. I think I needed to hear. That. I didn't bring. I didn't mean to, you know, bring it down like that. But you know, it's what <laughs> nah, it is. I mean, yo, music, like, ain't, music ain't what it used to be, bro. It's true, man. It's true. Like there's, there's, you can obviously see where like there's cash grab opportunities and mm-hmm. artists are just doing it simply because, Ugh. you know, it's gonna make them, it's gonna keep them relevant, or yeah. it's gonna continue to make them popular, or yeah. like, you know, and that's just what it is. That's the name of the game. I mean, how else do you remain relevant and, and popular? Yeah, but you know between? what's bothering me now, like. I, I kind of knew that with the music industry, you know, it's always like people are always going to try to get a quick buck and all that stuff. But like, I feel like that's bleeding into every form of media now. Like mm-hmm. every form of media is literally like, I don't know if you still watch ESPN. I don't watch ESPN anymore I don't. because it's like sports center and all those other things. Like they're just first take all those things. Like I figured out their formula and it's so corny to me. Like they literally, since they have like different platforms, like they have ESPN, they have, ESPN2, they have the website, they have ESPN News, like, they have all these different platforms. So I, f- I started realizing, like, what they do is just, like, someone will write an article on ESPN that has, like, a hot take, and then they'll spend the next three days on the actual network talking about that hot take. And I'm just like, yo, you guys are... It's like, corny. I, you guys, I, I, you're not pulling this on me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're literally creating your own content, but, like, it's so obvious. You're literally creating something to argue about, yeah. and then you argue about it for three days. And it's like, come on, like, are we really doing this right now? And, and everyone, it's like pulling a fast one on everyone. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's just like you're trying to get ratings or whatever. And I get it. Like, the the, the hotter the take, the the better the ratings, I guess. But it's just like, it's so corny. Like, we're, you're just throwing out hot takes it's, just to throw out hot takes. It's a gimmick, yeah, it's yeah. a gimmick. Like, Stephen A. Smith and, like, all these guys. Like, they literally just throw out hot takes just to throw out hot takes. I think um in the group chat, actually, uh, Mike brought it up. Stephen A. Smith, like, kind of said that LeBron is on steroids. Like, he insinuated oh, yeah. that LeBron's on steroids. And it's just like, come on, bro. Like, that's where we're going now. Like, we're going to say that... We're going to start accusing people of shit. Random rumors with no evidence, just saying that LeBron's on steroids. One of the greatest basketball players of all time, you're just going to say he's on steroids. Like, come on, man. Like, unless you have legit evidence, you can't say shit like that. You can't accuse someone of fucking being on steroids. I mean, and and... What's dangerous about that? Not that sports sports athletes really care, but it could tarnish their yeah. legacy, and and you still at the end of the day have fans that 
can easily believe shit like that. Yo, you know what in I mean? this in this era where all it takes is an accusal, like just someone accusing you of something, it, like that could easily be for like taken the wrong way. Yeah, like, man, oh, that's it. it. Could be destructive, right, yeah, bro. That's it. He can't be the greatest player of all time yeah. anymore. You know, like just straight up, like it's it's just not cool. I feel like that's like the ESPN does that. I've seen uh, radio stations. Radio stations will literally have an interview with someone. And then make fun of that interview right after. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, yo, that's fucked up. Like, you got these people on your platform. And, and then you're going to shit on them. And then shit on them because of the, the content they create or whatever. I don't know if you heard about the whole um, Charlemagne and... Damn, I forgot what that, what that woman's name is. Who? She was... Uh, oh, my God. Why am I blanking out on her? She was a mom in Precious. Oh, Monique, Monique. Monique, Monique, yeah. I don't know yeah, if you heard about the yeah, whole, the whole tiff that. and the rift that happened between yeah. them. I heard about um, that. To be honest, I mean, Charlemagne is a personality that's known for doing that. Like, yeah. he's he's a troll. Yeah. He's known to do that shit. And, but I feel like Monique also took such an exception to what it was. I, like, like it, I, don't, I, don't, I just, I, I don't get what, what Monique's argument was. Like, so, so basically, like I, basically from, from what I was, from what I can remember, because I didn't really fo- watch the full clip, but the gist that I got from it, Charlemagne was basically saying that, he didn't think that she deserved to make the amount of money that she made because Netflix like gave her some sort of oh, yeah. contract or some shit. And he was like, yo, you're not on like Dave Chappelle's level. You're not on like all these other comedians' no, levels. Like, I, I think I know the, like, the full story. I feel like Monique had an interview with, I think it was Sway, Sway in the Morning. Or yeah, yeah. And Sway asked her, like, how come she doesn't have Netflix specials or something? And she said they offered her too low. She want. She said she should be oh, that's what it is. as much as Dave and Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah and okay, then okay. Charlemagne's argument was like, no, you shouldn't, because <laughs> yeah. you're not at the level as these people. And then like, so that's where it started or whatever. But like, I feel like with that situation, I think I think Charlemagne might have been in the right there because if you think about it, Monique compared to Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock, bro, she's up there. Bro, she's to, she's a legend. But when it comes to stand up, she's a legend. Comedy, but she's better than them. When's the last stand? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a stand-up special of Monique's, bro? I've never seen a stand-up special of Monique's. Her I whole can't. life is a stand-up special. <laughs> nah, nah, it, it, nah. Yeah, she, you keep playing around. She's gonna come after us, dog. <laughs> nah, I feel like in all seriousness, though, like, yeah, it is one of those things where it's like, yo, you need to kind of like, you gotta be, you also gotta be aware. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way that I'm gonna be demanding. Like to be paid what Jay Z is being paid to to fucking do <laughs> exactly. whatever you know what exactly. I mean exactly exactly it's just like, you got to be real with yourself as well like it's one thing you being successful in your own right but it's one thing you being successful oh and that's compared what it was. to like what he, other people are doing that's like, what it was. she she tried to make people uh, boycott Netflix like who the fuck is gonna boycott Netflix <laughs> stop yo <laughs> people will boycott, boycott you way, way easier than they'll <laughs> fucking boycott Netflix if you're gonna boycott Netflix tell me something give me something to as an alternative like <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like do you have your own streaming service Monique that I could subscribe to so go <laughs> give me a crackle password <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yes, that's still a thing bro crackle, son. is that still oh, a thing bro God, son. I don't know son. I think it's free I don't think you need a password <laughs> Yo, crackles. Oh, That's man. a good one. So you should, I wish you were in that room, Monique. <laughs> like, right, if you're gonna let me, if you gonna make me boycott, give me the crackle password though. <laughs> so that crackle though, yo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, bro. 
Yo, oh, speaking man. of stand-up specials, bro, did you see um Marlon Wayne's? Nah, Marlon man. Oh, I've right. been meaning to watch it. It looks good, man. It was, I'm actually... it was okay, son. I saw, I would say, like the first half. Yeah. And then I got kind of bored. He, he... He's funny, son. He's legit funny. Like uh, Marlon, I always found the Wayne's brothers funny. Like all of Absolutely. them are hilarious. Like that's a legendary family. All of them, but at the, this is his first comedy special ever too. So like I give him a pass. But there was times where he was doing like the cliche black jokes. Like, like what? Um, I I don't want to spoil shit, but like he uh he had a whole like really long bit about like giving white people the a, an n-word pass <laughs> that's what he kept saying yeah yeah like a nigga pass or whatever and he was like it was a super long bit like like it, it just dragged on yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, and yeah. i feel like that's material that we've heard before you know like i've heard other comedians talk about like their white friends saying the n-word and stuff yeah. like that and then there was another one like he talked about oj and i'm like come on like we don't really gotta talk about oj in 2018 beating a dead horse <laughs> yeah. at this point so it's just like he had a couple jokes that i feel like were a little like rehashed like of someone like other comedians jokes yeah. but i I give him the benefit of the doubt because it is his first comedy special but uh it was good and like the the like it's called wokish so there's mm-hmm. some things that he like he kind of speaks some truths out there and like throws some like gems out there every now and then but it, it, i would give it like a maybe like a six out of ten or something like that maybe a little higher like a seven out of ten it could have been better those ratings <laughs> it could have been better but it's just it was it was uh a little cliche at times, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I recommend it. I know, I'll definitely watch it, man. I want to hear your opinion on it, so yeah. Yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I'll get around Did to that. Did you ever watch the Chris Rock one? Did I didn't watch the Chris Rock one. Yeah, yeah, I, I got I gotta catch up with the uh, the Dave Chappelle one, ah, also the, new one, the newer great, one. Bro. I saw the last two. I didn't see the most recent one. Oh my God. Yo, um, the last one is so dope because he's literally just sitting, like, he's he's chilling. Like, he's not even, like... He's literally just chilling. It's it's like a therapy session, That's but dope. it's 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 not like laugh out loud funny. But it's just like you'll chuckle every now and then. But and then everything is like real shit. Like he kind of goes into why he went away and all yeah. that stuff. Like it's like his deepest stand up. Speaking like, speaking of which, actually, I didn't I didn't um mention it, but uh, shout out to Jordan Peele also. Oh yeah, going back to like the Oscars and like talking about comedy now. Um yeah, he won the uh, best screenplay. Right? Yeah, the Oscar for for best screenplay. And if I can be completely honest with you, bro, like, we're both cynical. That goes without saying. So I'm watching the the Oscars, and, like, the other movies that were nominated, uh, you know, alongside Get Out, I was like, yo, although in my heart, like, I want Get Out to win, I, it's not going to shock me at all if another movie wins. This was and, and I was I was waiting for it. And this was for their best screenplay character? Yeah. Okay. I was nominated? I didn't watch. So I don't know. Um... That's a really good question. It, it 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 escapes me at the moment. Well, it didn't matter because they didn't win. So. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> basically. But I hear "Get Out" get announced, and you get literally actually sorry, bro. Like I was fucking sh- like I was shocked, bro. Like yeah. I I got chills. Like I got up. I stood up. I started clapping. Like <laughs> I didn't even know what else to do because I was like, yo, like I didn't even think he expected it, and that's the whole yeah. thing. Like he was kind of like, oh shit, like Get Out was it was it was. Yo, Get Out was a, a phenomenal movie. Yeah, like, you good. should definitely go and watch it. Like, you know, at, at some moments, I can see how some people could become a little uncomfortable watching it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's just it's stuff that's like, you know, in a strange way, it's still kind of like taboo. Like, people do, still don't like adjusting that. Was it in the room. was it also nominated for like film of the year? Or whatever? Nah, okay. it wasn't. But only be, I, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I don't think it was. I mean, I don't even know what one film of the year. Um, damn! What one film of the year, bro? Oh, Shape of Water. Yeah, which the Shape I haven't of Water. seen. Yeah, yeah, the Shape I heard of Water. it's dumb. 
<laughs> yeah. I it's about a fish fucking a girl or some shit. <laughs> a fish man fucking a girl. I mean, I'll say this. I feel like... <laughs> Damn, I forgot his... Amphibian th- sex. Yeah, I forgot the director's name, bro. I'm really drawing a blank at the moment. But, um... I feel like his... Oh, is uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Like, Guillermo del Toro's directing style is very... He's weird. It's it, exactly. It's very eccentric. It's out there. It's it's it deals a lot with like fantastical kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But but it's entertaining and yeah. and I'll give him that because he kind of like he kind of taps into the, the corners of your mind that you are you don't go to often. Like if you think about Pan's Labyrinth, I don't think I don't know if you ever watched it. No, but I've heard crazy shit. Please watch it. <laughs> like no, straight up, just please watch it because it's one. It, it's a movie. His movies feel like dreams. Mm. Like it literally goes to mm. a complete different level. That's You're just sick. Yeah, no, nah, it's 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 I've really something. Heard. Someone say that about yeah, it. like if you watch like Pan's Labyrinth. If I just describe you the character, the one that that mm-hmm. has that, seen the that. eyes yeah, and the yeah. hands, like that's some shit that you would just only think about in your dreams. Like, yeah. You would never think about something like that, like on your own, you know. Or maybe you will if you're fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I will say that, and like a lot of his casting choices are very precise. Like he knows who to cast and what mm-hmm. roles and for what. And I'm not gonna take that away from him. I'll definitely go and watch the film just to see what yeah, it's about. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. I do it, but I do agree. I don't think Get Out was a movie to be like. I don't think that was a film of the year. Type. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it film of the year, but yeah. I think it was the it was screenplay. Great. Yeah, yeah the screenplay was yeah. fresh and it was new. Like, yeah. and that's Actually, what I appreciate he, um, about it. He just said it today. He was like that. He was high out of his mind when he wrote Get Out. <laughs> like he really? was just smoking mad weed at the time that he was writing Get Out. You see, and you guys want to you got what you want to criminalize weed? Man, word. Meanwhile, man. It, it leads to some creative poor, like inspiration. Poor, poor Johnny last week. He could have yeah, gone man. home and wrote the best screenplay of his life, but and, instead he was getting and a he cops. <laughs> and cops fucked him. You For took real, away yo. his creative juices, man. Yeah, man. Yo, the one thing we didn't talk about either is uh, Kobe. One Yo, that's another. That, that, does, that I think, make, does that make him the gre- the greatest? <laughs> absolutely, bro. He's <laughs> better than Jordan. <laughs> Yo, without a doubt. Yeah, if you think about it, Jordan didn't win anything for Space Jam. Nah, let's just call it like it but is. We talk about basketball here. Let's just talk. Let's just call it like it is. Now, nah, I will say this: like, I feel in, in terms of basketball, Kobe is arguably the most poetic basketball player that's ever played the fucking game. Like, Have you, you watched the animated short? That he did? I didn't watch the animated short, and and I didn't get to watch Muse either. What's that? Uh, Muse was the. It was a, a film that he did, I think, and it was it was like a documentary on him, on him when yeah. he was dealing with his his injury. Yeah, I think yeah, the yeah, season yeah. before he retired, um, and it just delves into like yeah. his life and like he opens up completely. I, think I watched like part of it. When yeah, it was on like NBA TV or some shit. But mm-hmm. um, the animated short Dear Basketball, is yeah. really good. It, it's actually based on that letter he wrote. I don't know if you read that letter when I did read the when he retired. It's Absolutely, literally him narr- it's him narrating that letter, and then like the artist just drew, like from Kobe when he was young all the way till he's old, and like it's just like it's a dope, bro. Like, it, dope like you just short. describing it, and like me knowing the letter, like mm-hmm. it it just it sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, what and, I mean? and no, that's what I'm saying. Art, like the art style is amazing. Yeah, like, and I, it's I, a very distinct art style. It's like hand drawn. It looks hand drawn. I don't know what yeah. it is, but it. It's beautiful. Like it's very like I get why he won. Like why why him and the artist won. Yeah. Best animated short. That's what I'm saying. Like I like I feel like Kobe's influence and his importance to the game is arguably so like undervalued and overlooked. Because uh, I feel like what he meant to the game transcends basketball mm-hmm. totally. Like oh, yeah, man. like you can you can argue the same thing about Jordan, but I feel like Jordan is very like what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Kobe is a little bit more like philosophical. It's more like poetic. It's it's it's, it's very smart. It's different. Very yeah, man, absolutely, yeah. man. It's it's on a different level, and and there's no other basketball player that's like that. Like did you hear um, 
any of the flack that he got for what? that the Oscars got. Cause you know how they like the Oscars is very uh, times up heavy and yeah. me too heavy and Kobe had a uh, an allegation uh, of rape accusation yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the day so like a lot of people were saying like oh how could you have but like my whole thing is like yo he got accused of rape and they proved that it wasn't so why are we still like yeah. I feel like that that that's kind of sucks like that's the one thing that I, I that I hate about this whole like generation now is like when someone is accused that's it. You're You're guilty, done. which yeah. is terrible because yo, how many acc- accolades has Kobe uh, reached since then, bro? NBA championships, MVPs, all this stuff, and his history is always going to be tarnished by a by fucking that. false accusation. Yeah, you know, like it, 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 like I saw a lot of like people saying like, "Oh, Oscars are so like backwards. How could you have all this Me Too stuff and then give an award to Kobe?" And I'm just like, "Yo, that has. Why is it this that makes you th- say that? You know, like yeah." Meanwhile, when he was winning MVP, you weren't mad at the NBA for that. No, no, yeah, <laughs> you know, when they were loving it. It's just like, I feel like it's people People are so, like, when it's convenient for them to be mad, they like to get mad, you know? I feel like people always want to find, some people, not all people, they just want to find, like, the loose thread in the blanket and they just want to pull it or just to see what unravels. <laughs> That's a great metaphor right there. Yo. That's exactly what it is. Like, they want chaos. People yeah, love yeah, chaos. Yeah, straight up. Like, and people love hating. You, you know? want to see the disruption. You want to yeah. see, like, the cogs get out of it. Some people want to watch the world burn. Yeah, yeah man. For real. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, and, and again, that's why like, I, I, I go back and I, I reiterate what I was saying about the Oscars. Like, that's why this year's Oscars, it kind of felt a little bit more like refreshing to me because mm-hmm. you have Kobe that won an Oscar for the animated short. You had Coco that was being celebrated for its like, diversity and you know its, its cultural influence. And they actually had like, a performance. Like, they performed one of the songs. Oh, yeah. Miguel performed uh, one of the songs from the movie. And it was a full-fledged, like, they were wearing, like, Mexican, cool. like, you know, uh, wardrobe and stuff like that. And I was like, that's mad cool. Like, you would never see that in the past. Like, them full-fledged embracing and celebrating Mexican about culture like that. About fucking time, man. Absolutely, man. And that's like, how yo, I felt. It's I, crazy that it's 2018 and we're talking about this. Like, that shit should have been happening, bro. Like, America is so diverse. And, like, now is that we're championing our minorities. Like, <laughs> and I feel like it's, it, like, part of me, you know, my cynic side is always, like, why is it why now you know is it because it's what's popping now like you know like it's trendy yeah it's trendy they got like kind of a lot of backlash because of the oscar so white thing so they're like "Hmm, let's make this like as diverse as possible you know which is cool because it does give us everyone opportunities but at the same time it's like yo y'all should have been done this yeah like yo without minorities america would be shit bro absolutely like we bring the culture bro we're the the pistons in the engine man I, i heard a great uh quote i forgot who said it but um uh i forgot what it was man but like it was just like all americans want to be cool and all the cool people are usually minorities and then the bigger aspect the whole world wants to be americans Mm -hmm. so we are like minorities are the culture that makes this world go round bro (laughs) like on some real shit like if you go to like japan japan like the Japanese hip hop scene, that's all because of America, yeah. and that's all because of minorities. That's black people, Hispanic people, everybody who has been like been a part of the culture and tried to like big us, big us up. And now, like now that it's trendy, all these like white institutions like the Grammys and the Oscars, all these things, they're trying to like catch up, adopted, and but yeah. it's so you're so late, bro. We've been saying this shit forever. Remember when like. Uh, 
fucking uh like how long like hip-hop has not won a fucking album of the year mm-hmm. you know like all these things and it's just like why are you trying to catch up now like you should have been caught up bro like it's better late than never but still fuck you man you should have <laughs> been listening you should have been watching yeah. yeah you know and i feel like that's the cool thing about like just content and and art is that it transcends like cultural barriers word you know what i mean like movies can be appreciated and respected and recognized just because of the stories that that are in it you know what i mean and like music same thing and art and you know i think the best thing to do is keep creating content yeah keep putting the shit out there like oversaturate the fucking shit like let's be the straw that breaks the camel's back and let's break it again and again and again and again and again i just can't wait till we don't have to hear the first person of color to win yeah i want it to be like a normal shit bro yeah because it's like it's 2018 man yeah we could be better guys yeah you know (laughs) america as a whole we could be better absolutely and it's not only minorities it's women too like and then they had they they did have like a a bit also not a bit but like it was a part of the oscars where they were like yo women let's fucking go it's time to do this like we need to be recognized as well we need to like be nominated for shit because it's one thing to like include minorities but now the minorities are like predominantly male and so, like, women are still on the outside. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, we just need to catch up completely, bro. Word. That's just what it is. But, Word. yeah, I guess on that note. That was a great way to end it. Yeah, man. We'll end it the same way we started it. Once again, if there's a woman in your life, whether it be a mom, aunt, grandmother, girlfriend, whatever, make sure you tell them you love them Word, and man. that you appreciate them. Because without women, we wouldn't be here. Happy International Women's fucking year. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. a day. <laughs> years to come and yeah. straight up. But Respect yeah, women, yo. That's Word. it. Peace. Yo, love you guys. Peace. Oh.